0: Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships, and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose
1: and Speaking from Our Hearts. Listeners, welcome to this Mastering Life podcast episode where I'm inviting back Elaine Godley, the creator of the Perfect 10 Wellness Programme. So welcome back, Elaine. Thank you very much, Paul. Lovely to be with you and your listeners again. And um, so without further ado, we're going to be looking uh, today and, and speaking about how your body can heal itself. Give yes, us Yes, a lot insight. of people,
0: um, Paul thinks that people, um, you know, going to the doctors is the, is the magic answer to, 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 to healing. And they imagine that the doctor has all the answers. Well, in this day and age, Dr. Google has as many answers as our GP does because things are moving all the time. Things are moving and changing and new information is coming to light. And very often, um, Google is the first port of call for the doctor when you're sitting in the doctor's surgery. He or she will actually turn to the Internet and uh, Google your symptoms <laughs> Which is quite bizarre, really. <laughs> it's worrying. So, it is. It is absolutely. Uh, but bear in mind, they are general practitioners. They're not specialists. Um, the the only specialist that you really ought to be listening to, um, in the first instance, is yourself. You are the specialist in your own body. You are mm. the one who knows your body. You know if something's right, something's wrong. But um, surprisingly, not many people actually do know their own body. It sounds a complete ridiculous thing to say that you don't know your body, but how many how many people can say where their moles are, or what their resting heart rate is, or what their blood pressure is even? Um, you know, very very simple things like these. Um, we we don't tend to take much notice. We just assume everything is okay and we just carry on regardless. So something as simple as checking your blood pressure can be absolutely life changing. There's there's key there's five key areas um, to this conversation about your body healing itself and each of the areas um we could go into quite a lot of detail but i know we don't have time so we're going to have to kind of skim over the surface but the five areas are hydration nutrition sleep exercise and toxins so starting from the first one hydration a lot of people are walking around dehydrated we should be having a minimum of a litre and a half to two litres of good quality water every day. That could be herbal teas, but be careful if you are on herbal teas as to which one you you have because a lot of them have caffeine in and caffeine is actually dehydrating. So when you when you see sports people and the youngsters of today drinking Red Bull and the like um, it makes my stomach churn because they're not helping themselves at all they're feeding themselves, they're feeding their body with with chemicals Uh, there's nothing natural about um, those kind of energy drinks at all and there are some good energy drinks of course, obviously I'm generalising here but typically the mainstream ones that are available on sale and available to to all ages, um, they're full of chemicals, they're Everything is artificial and they are absolutely chock full of sugar and caffeine and two right. of the, the worst things that we could have.
1: So what when you say about herbal teas, Elaine, what about normal teas?
0: Um, well, normal tea is OK. Um, and there's so many varieties of normal teas now. Um, I don't encourage tea because typically the English breakfast tea you'd have with milk. And, um, when we get to the next section nutrition and um, I don't advocate people drinking milk,
1: mm. um, I
0: don't advocate dairy. So we'll, we'll talk about that shortly, but, um, you can have tea without milk. Um, or you could have milk that's, um, more kinder to your body, such as almond, hemp milk, coconut milk, um, various nut milks. And um, there's a whole variety out there, but, um, I don't drink tea. I haven't drunk tea for years. I don't never never like the stuff. When I was a youngster, I used to drink coffee then. But um, people who I know who do drink tea, they say that these alternative milks aren't terribly nice in, in English breakfast tea. So um, when you're drinking herbal teas, green tea is particularly good, and um, chamomile, um, any of the the um, berry teas, they're they're they're, pr- they're pretty okay. But um, even green tea has caffeine in. So, again, everything in moderation. Don't go bonkers on thinking, oh, well, I've got to have all this liquid in me. Um, I don't like um, drinking water, so I'm going to drink herbal teas. Just think about the types of teas that you're having. Um, Or you could do what I do in the morning. I start my day with warm water. So I have um, cooled, boiled water from the kettle. And then I have a quarter teaspoon of rock salt or sea salt, with half a organic lemon squeezed in and um, just just a mug of water so that starts the day off really well the the salt gets the electrolytes going and when I say salt I'm not talking processed table salt which you should never never eat Um, but either rock or sea salt Himalayan salt could work but um, that doesn't have as many minerals in it as the rock or sea salt um, so that gets your electrolytes going in your body, which kind of wakes your system up. And then the lemon is a really good um, uh, immune-enhancing and jolly nice-tasting uh, beverage in the morning. Okay. So um, that's, that's number one, which is the hydration. And very often people think they're hungry, but actually it's their body that's hungry. But it's it, it's it's hungry for for, for um, water for, for for fluids. So. Mm if you're particularly if you're thinking about losing weight you need to lose weight if you think you're hungry have a glass of water that will help to um satiate your body and um minimize the the risk of overeating and you can also drink water about half an hour before you eat a nice meal because that will help you to be more full Um it takes the body about 20 minutes to recognize that it's that or the stomach rather than it's full and um if you have the water about half an hour, 20 minutes, half an hour, rather than with the food, um, having it with food will dilute the digestive um, effect of the food. So your digestive enzymes will be um, diluted, which is not not um, to be recommended. It's not bad, but it's you know you can get much more minerals and nutrients from the food if you just take the food as it is.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Understand that.
0: So um, <clears throat> nutrition, which is, which is a big one, um, many, many people use microwaves and we used to think in days gone by that the, the problem with microwaves for those of us who are awake was the radiation. It's not actually the radiation. I mean, that's all pretty secure as, as, as you know, much as we can tell. But the problem is when food is nuked, the mineral and vitamin content is taken out completely, so you may as well just eat a cardboard box. There is no vitamin content, mineral content left in food after it's been uh, heated in a microwave. So, my um, I used to actually sell microwaves. My, my first business, uh, oh gosh, over 40 years ago now, I was in the kitchen industry, and at one time, for over two years, I didn't actually have an oven, I had two giant microwaves. When I think back now, you know how horrendous was that, but I didn't know any difference. So we're always learning as, as we go along. So um, microwave in the food definitely is a no-no. Um, not even you know reheating anything. Um, the only thing to my mind that a microwave is useful for is heating up a wheat bag or a, you know a lavender bag if you've got a an ailment and you want to get some comfort from a from a heated um, uh, uh, um, a heat pad. So so no micro no microwaves because you're not going to get the nutrition. Also no processed foods. The processed foods today are absolutely chock full of processed salt, chemicals, fillers and sugar, loads and loads of sugar. I was introduced to a new app recently. Apparently I'm probably the last one in the UK to to discover this, um, it's a government app and it's called Change for Life. Change and the number uh, four and then life. Well, actually, it might be called Food for Life. Anyway, it's 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 a food scanner. So you download it on your phone and then you offer the app against your or your phone screen against a barcode of any food that you buy that's that's got a barcode on, and it will tell you the amounts of added sugar and a lot of the the foods um add sugar particularly um you know these gluten-free foods you have now a lot of people um allegedly are gluten intolerant um, it's not actually the gluten that's a problem for a lot of people it's the wheat yeah. and they're, they're <laughs> intolerant to the um, um that's sprayed on the wheat that that actually is a problem but it gets disguised as a gluten intolerance um but that but that's aside the gluten-free foods because they are pretty tasteless they have humongous amounts of sugar in so this app on your phone can test if you need to go around the supermarket if, if you do buy stuff in packets then um, look at look at the the added sugar content and you'll be horrified absolutely horrified even some of the things that are sold as uh, child friendly and um You know, lots of special offers, bright packages that the kids' cereals in particular uh, are are chock full of um, sugar. So sugar is uh, something which um, is not a good thing to have. We've got the sugar tax now in the UK and um, the government are are waking up. But there's an awful lot of money involved in in the sugar industry. So we're never going to do without it. But what we can do is to minimise our own risk. Within nutrition, the other uh, key aspect I mentioned too, Uh, a little bit before is about dairy. Dairy is acidic and dairy is anything from a cow basically. So um, typically it would be the milk and it would be cheese. So they're, they're the key, you know, two key things that come from them from the cow. And the, 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 the reason that we want to avoid dairy is because milk is made for cows. Um, it has a growth factor in it, which turns a baby calf into a giant cow within a very short space of time. So if you have any illness in your body, just imagine that with that growth factor, that is exacerbating the illness that you have. So imagine if you had a tumour, for example, inside of you, which you may not even know about, then you're drinking lots and lots of dairy, lots of milk. and You could be unwittingly you know, causing yourself um, quite a lot of damage. Um, having said that, um there are there are ways you can get around it. There's lots of alternatives. Um I mentioned before the, the nut milks, hemp milks, coconut milk, etcetera, etc. I actually make my own milk. I don't have milk very often at all, um, but I make my own from from almonds. So you can make your own nut milk and that's far more nutritious than any that you would buy in the shops. Um, the typical Outpro, um, for example, which is a generic um, make on the shelves in the UK, and that only has 2% almond in. So, if you're making your own, you're more in control. You're using organic ingredients and um, far, far, <coughs> far, far tastier as well. Dairy is acidic. And when our body is in uh, a state of illness, or maybe it's getting itself ready to, to um, create an illness, the, the body becomes inflamed. It might be a particular area of the body, it might be the whole, whole body, depending what's, what, your, what sort of lurk is a, 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 a running around in your body. But when your body is in acidic state, that causes inflammation. Inflammation is the first step to illness and disease. So you want to keep your body as, as acid-free as possible, but you need to have a balance Our body is meant to be a pH of 7.4. So that is um, in between being acidic and alkaline. So when you're, when you're, um, when you're ill, people with cancer, for example, those hundreds that I've mentored, very few of us uh, get over 5.5 with our pH. And our bodies are, are very often in a perpetual acidic state. So, Fermented foods can help. So if you're eating fermented foods such as sauerkraut uh, and the like, then that can also help your gut bacteria and also help to reduce the acidity in your body. And another uh, quick tip for reducing the acidity is having a bicarb of soda. If you have a teaspoon of bicarb of soda um, in some warm water every day, that will help to regulate. And I've, I've been doing that recently. and I've been testing my pH on a regular basis and my pH now is is pushing seven, uh, where it's never been more than about five and a half. And I've done that by using the um, the bicarb trick. Um, I don't have dairy, I don't have sugar. Um, the other um, thing that causes a lot of acidity in our body is red meat. So minimizing or avoiding red meat um, can be a good idea as well, particularly if you're prone to to illness and disease. So all of, all of this information that I'm sharing, none of it's rocket science. Um, and yet when people hear it, they think it's a completely different way to live. And it's going to take an awful lot of effort to change their habits, change their, their palates, because you, it, it is the case that you, you, your palate changes as you're going through this transformation. But I can tell you that the foods I eat are absolutely gorgeous. I love my food. Um, in fact, I'm a bit overweight at the moment because I love it too much. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah there, there's so many different alternatives and we're not talking about following a diet as such here we're talking about eating everything in moderation that is good for us and mm. cutting out the things that aren't good for us so it's a um it, it's it can be known as the rainbow diet there's actually a book a very good book called the rainbow diet and uh, that's pretty much a mediterranean diet so it's having the, the omegas uh, the oils in our body, the oils are as, as essential as water is for us. So omega-3, omega six is. And um another way to get lots of uh, vitamins and nutrients in us quickly um if we are feeling a bit poorly is to juice. So having a juicer and um juicing our vegetables, eating lots of green <coughs> eating <coughs> excuse me, eating lots of greens and um sweetening the, the green juice with a bit of fruit, but low sugar fruit. Um, Because a lot of people think eating fruit is a good idea, eating loads and loads of fruit. But fruit contains sugar. It's still sugar, Um, although it's better than the the processed stuff. um, It's still sugar, and again, sugar, you know, is not too good um, in our bodies because it causes inflammation if you have too much.
1: Is there a hierarchy, um, Elaine, in terms of the um, the sugar in certain fruits? For example, um, I don't know, off the top of my head, does an orange contain generally contain more sugar than an apple, for example?
0: Yeah, there, there, there are lists, um, and I need to refresh my memory on those, actually, Paul, but um, it's so rare that I I, I touch fruit. In fact, I, today I've eaten a kiwi fruit. Kiwi, kiwi is one of the highest in vitamin C content, far more than a lemon is. Oranges... Um, I avoid because I've got osteoporosis, and uh, oranges are actually quite acidic. Right. So right. I, I avoid those because acidic foods and fruits will not be helpful to your joints. They can cause joint pain. So again, people eating lots of fruits every day, just just choose wisely the fruits that you're having. Google, you know, Google if you have any conditions to see which are the best foods and, and fruits and vegetables to eat. You can't go wrong with pretty much with um, leafy green vegetables and the darker the greens the better and when the fruit the darker the fruit the better so dark berries raspberries are particularly good blackberries black currants and so on a trick with lemon um i don't like wasting anything at all i I actually freeze i have i have lemons on the side in the kitchen and i'm always i I probably eat i don't know at least two two lemons a day uh, juicing in them in uh, warm water Uh, or adding adding to green tea. I I have a cafetiere type teapot and I have green tea in there and very often I'll I'll put a juice of an organic lemon in there as well as as, you know to change the flavour. But I also freeze my lemons and if you freeze them, don't put them in there raw, put them in a bag so you don't get the ice freeze um, you know on the skin. So a brown paper bag or, or one of those regular freezer bags and you can then when you need to add lemon to any recipe or you know you perhaps you make a curry or or um, on a salad you grate the outside of the lemon. Uh, I I, I wear a rubber glove when I do that because I don't get the cold. I have Raynaud's syndrome which is um, poor circulation and my my fingers go white sometimes and numb um, because of the poor circulation so I can't have a very hot or very cold um, on my my hands so I wear a rubber glove and then I get the get the lemon and grate it and I grate all of the pith and and the um, skin and then I um, use that grated you know pile of stuff and I'll I'll put it in all sorts of things in soups and salads um, sprinkle into curry stir fries whatever Um, and that is the best part of the lemon and it's really really high concentrate in vitamin C and then the juice uh, you know the center fleshy bit um, I'll put that in in the juicer and add to, to a juice that I make um, and I juice probably when I had cancer I was juicing three or four times a day. Now I probably juice two or three times a week um, but I still still enjoy the juices. Hey, okay, I know we've we're, we're not, not got long here. Um, sleep is a big factor so that's the third one out of my five. Sleep is really really important um, because when we sleep we're healing. So this is all about putting our body in in a state where it can heal itself. So if we're feeding it well where we're making sure it's hydrated well. If we sleep well, that is really good for us because our body, whilst our subconscious um, body kind of keeps, our automated system keeps on working, our, the rest of our body is calm and we are, we are getting in a healing state when we're asleep. Um, the body is only designed to sleep in two hour tranches and when we're younger, we, we seem to be able to override that. But as we get older, a lot of us will only sleep in two or three-hour tranches. Uh, and I've recently found out that, um, I, well, I've been doing that for years, thinking it's not very good, but actually it's, 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 it's what my body does. And um, when I was told recently that actually, well, that's that's what we're designed to do, I felt quite smug about it because I've been doing that for years.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> the trick for me is to make sure that um, when I, if I do wake up, I just literally just re- change my position, turn over, and go back to sleep again. Um, the difficulty is if I've got something on my mind, um, I keep a pen and paper by my bed. So um, again, I would get that off of my mind before I go to bed, before I, you know, snuggle down, and then um, that helps to to keep the mind clear and allow the body to heal um, during the, during the night. The next one. Uh, is exercise so exercising is good but it has to be the right exercise for you drawing on the experience and conversations we've had about behavioral profiling every behavioral profile style every one of the disc uh, dominance influence steadiness and compliance uh, types of behavior they all have different forms of exercise that um, work for them so um, don't feel that you have to throw yourself around a gym or you have to climb a mountain or do a marathon or anything like that. So that some behavioral styles, um, that is good for them to do. But again, you have to be realistic. You have to be mindful of your age, your your fitness level, your health, uh, before you even start exercise. For most of us, all we need to do is is walk. Um, so if you if you have a brisk walk, then keeping mobile for, as we get older is, is a very good idea rather than just sort of sitting as a couch potato or if we're sitting in an office getting out and walking use the stairs instead of the lift um you know get off the bus a stop earlier so you can walk the rest of the way none of this is costing any money it's, it's not difficult to do and, and everybody can can build that sort of thing into their day so exercising for a in in a way that suits you and um, i've got um I've got back problems, so running for me is at an absolute no, no. it just I'd be in a terrible state um, so for me, brisk walking works, but I need to work myself up to it. I can't just you know storm out the house and then just just start brisk walking straight away. I would sort of have to meander along and then gradually build up my speed. so know your body, know what it likes, and um give it give it to to, to your body um, in a way that it appreciates it. Uh, the final one in my my top five things um, to help your body heal itself is by removing toxins So we have a whole variety of toxins within us that we know nothing about so for example many 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 people carry viruses uh, and a lot of these viruses are childhood viruses that have never actually gone away and um, when i had uh, my serious cancer, I got checked up by uh, a chap who I, who I still see and I, and I recommend um, a lot of people see him. He checks the level of virus Well, he checks your whole body, checks all your organs um, in a very simple system using acupressure. And um, uh, it's a type of bioresonance. It's not bioresonance, but it's, but it's uh, similar. And um, I had, I can't remember it was nine or 12 viruses that I had and there were no symptoms whatsoever. I had all these these viruses lurking around in my body. So imagine if you're you're feeding yourself the wrong type of food, you're not exercising, you're not sleeping, you're not hydrated, um, you're cooking food in a microwave, you're buying uh, low quality foods, and you've got viruses, plus uh, you might have, um, a lot of people have more metal in their body that they realize. So having your metal fillings, uh, always ask if you're at the dentist, always request a white fill in. Don't have the mercury fillings because they are, they, for some people, they are literally poison. Um, and I know a lot of people who've had all of their mercury fillings removed and their health has improved no end because they don't have the metal toxicity. There's a very simple way that you can remove the metals in your body, uh, which is um, by using activated charcoal. And you can get this online, you can get it at health food stores. It's about £10. A, um, a little jar, and you just put a teaspoon in a in a liter of water. It turns the water black, but there's no flavour. Um, so I, I carry around a toothbrush in my bag, so in, just in case I end up with a um, you know uh, black marks around my mouth for uh, without realising oh. it. Um, but activated charcoal, what it does is as you're drinking the water with the activated charcoal, it attracts the metals and other toxicity that's in your body and then it passes through you Um so activating charcoal is a very simple and cheap way to um, to get the metals out of your body but also there's other toxins uh, there's toxins in the air you know just walking down the road we, we, we often hear on the news about people who've died because their their breathing was so impaired and it's because they lived on a main road and they had bad asthma and so on so when I fill up my car with fuel, I always I wear scarves anyway uh, around my neck, sort of, around my neck-coloured scarves and so on. Um, you'll always find me with my scarf over my nose. Um, I don't breathe in or, or minimal breathing in the, the toxins when I fill the car up. There's toxins in the house. Toxins are all around us in the house. Toxins are in our fabrics, in our curtains, in our carpets, our sofas, cushions, everything. The The fabrics... Have toxicity built into them um, by the nature of the, um, you know, what, what they're made of. And you've got uh, air fresheners and um, all this kind of stuff that we we poison ourselves with. So any sprays uh, around the house, well, they're they're banned in my house. I have two spray bottles, one upstairs, one downstairs. Um, nothing in my house is is chemical whatsoever. Even my washing my washing powder, I use mineral balls. Um, I don't use any washing liquid or or, or powder of any sort that's not mineral uh, generated. And um, my cleaning products, the two bottles just contain white wine vinegar, water and some drops of essential oil um, to help the cleaning process. Um, There's lots of essential oils that you can diffuse around the house. You don't have to use um, air fresheners. Uh, Natural essential oils are particularly good. They're uplifting as well as being um, good, for the, good for the air. You know, they, they have um, health benefits, lots of different uh, fragrances. So that's, that's a quick run through. Lots of information to take in. Um, but it's a quick run through pretty much of how, how I live my life, really. Um, and uh, my family think I'm completely bonkers. But to me, it's just <laughs> a work. <laughs> and I know I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing for me. And um, it, it, it works
1: fascinating insights um i suspect elaine um that people might say well you know as you say oh shit the woman's bonkers this that the other it's very detailed I, I personally find it fascinating but what's that sort of um, for people that want to know more and i know this is part of your perfect 10 wellness program how can people get in touch with you how can they you know dig a bit deeper with you what's what's the contact details um particular for your perfect 10 wellness program
0: My website is www.perfect-health.co.uk and at the moment I am running a beta program but the aim is to have the whole lot online so that people can then access this uh, as and when they want to. There's 10 parts to it as you know. They can have one part, two parts or they can have the whole lot depending upon um, how quickly they want to, to dive in. And um, find out more information.
1: Superb and I think with all these things Elaine um, for all of us you know when we listen to people around you know whether it's health, wealth, relationships you know this this advice that's out there en masse I think what we learn to do is take the bits you know we start with the bits that resonate with us most strongly don't we you know it's not that kind of radical shift overnight in one foul swoop so know that said I'm sure that there's you know there's loads of little um, there's certainly a couple of things I've picked up on straight away that i will be implementing and I do actually love coconut milk and that'll certainly be one of them so yeah so there we have it listeners fascinating insights I'm sure as I say there'll be something in there for for all of us you know it's almost I think in the early stages of a a mix and match a pick and mix call it what you will and so um, you know Elaine's giving you details please do get in touch And until next time, keep safe, keep learning and keep loving. But above all, keep mastering life. Hearts, helping everyone achieve results towards success.